Good evening and thank you for joining us. You're watching KSAT's 9 at Night. I'm Stefania Jimenez and tonight we begin with a busy day in Uvalde. This evening the Uvalde CISD school board held several meetings. One of them was open to the public. Leaders discussed plans to keep students safe in school now that classes in that district start in just over a week. Now one of the meetings was about the budget, but the main thing parents want to discuss tonight is the security plan for the 2022 to 2023 school year. As you can imagine, families have been itching for more details on security plans since that shooting took place three months ago, and we're going to tell you more about how those meetings went during the night beat. Also tonight, a shocking crime in broad daylight. Someone shot a 20 year old man around 245 this afternoon. It happened along the 3800 block of Morales on the city's west side. That's near the Our Lady of the Lake University. San Antonio police are telling us that someone in a gray Jeep Cherokee drove past the victim's house and fired multiple shots. That man was standing in his yard and was hit twice in the back. He died on the way to the hospital. Police have been speaking with witnesses and the victim's family, and they're just trying to learn more now about the shooter. Stiffed. It's one of the accusations thrown at the former Bear County constable who's on trial for public corruption. This is week two in the corruption trial of Michelle Barrientes Vela, who's accused of tampering with security payment logs at Rodriguez Park. Today, a witness told the jury that he worked as security under the ex-constable more than a handful of times, but never got paid. Deputy Kelvin O'Neill, who worked as a reserve deputy under Barrientes before going full-time, said that he repeatedly worked security at Rodriguez Park in 2018 while still in reserve. And that detail is important because that would be a violation of the Texas Occupations Code, which restricts the type of peace officers that can work those jobs. On top of that, O'Neill testified that he wasn't compensated by the then constable. Listen. I would say probably about anywhere between eight and ten. Eight and ten times? Mm hmm During that time, were you ever paid? No, ma'am. Yeah, and that testimony you just heard matters because now the jury has heard allegations against Barrientes Vela that are in addition to what she's criminally charged with. The judge is hoping to have this trial wrapped up later on this week, and if convicted, Barrientes Vela faces up to 10 years in prison. In other news, Leon Valley Police really need your help with this. They have very little to go on as they look for the gunman who broke into a man's apartment. Happened around 10 o'clock last night in the 5600 block of Evers Road. Police say the gunman kicked down the door at the Vista del Rey apartments, called the victim a thief, and then just started shooting. Those bullets hit the man who lives there several times. He's now in the hospital in serious condition. Investigators say that another woman was inside that apartment when that shooting took place, but she didn't get a good look at the gunman because she started running once he opened fire. She says the gunman was a man in a blue shirt and jeans. But we do know more details about this next story. Around 6.20 this morning, a vehicle hit a woman as she ran across Loop 410 near Marbach Road. Witnesses say that she ran across all four lanes of traffic when someone driving a Ford Focus near the exit ramp hit her. The woman was taken to the hospital where she later died. We know the driver did stop to help, and that person is not going to face any charges. 
But police did arrest a driver after that crash that you're looking at. Another driver was taken to the hospital after a wrong way crash near downtown happened around 3:30 this morning along Highway 281 near Josephine Street. According to police, a 26 year old man was going the wrong way on Highway 281 north in the southbound lanes when he crashed his vehicle into a woman's car. That woman was taken to Bamsey with non-life-threatening injuries, and then police arrested the man on suspicion of DWI. So now let's talk about the monkeypox. We're seeing two more cases of the virus in Bear County, and according to Metro Health, that brings us to 27 total cases. Now, monkeypox is spread through direct close contact with the rash, scabs, or body fluids from an infected person. We have tips on prevention and the vaccine on KSAT.com. Now on to COVID. Remember how the government was giving away those free at-home tests? Well, that's stopping now because the funding ran out. The Biden administration first launched that program through the COVID.gov website back in January, and it allowed for those tests to be mailed directly to your home. And over the course of three rounds, every household was eligible for more than a dozen tests. But now, if you visit that website, a little message pops up saying the program is going to be suspended this Friday. This comes after dozens of states have already started shutting down those public testing sites. The U.S. is reporting approximately 90,000 new COVID cases every day. But here's the thing. We have to take that number with a grain of salt because so many people are taking at-home tests. They're not actually reporting those results. So the number of cases is likely higher. Staying with health tonight, doctors are sounding the alarm after a recent study on cervical cancer. It found the rates of advanced cervical cancers are spiking with unusual increases among white women. Courtney Friedman tells us that doctors are scrambling now to find out why that is. Late stage cervical cancer rates are on the rise in the U.S. Historically, black women have had the highest rates and a large new study shows that's still true. Their prevalence rate nearly 60% higher than white women. However, the new study published in the International Journal of Gynecological Cancer revealed that one type of advanced cancer, adenocarcinoma, increased at nearly twice the rate in white women. Specifically, white women in the South between 40 and 44 years old, a group that had the fewest screenings in typically have not had HPV vaccines that protect against cervical cancer. It's the first time experts have seen this. Well, we've made great strides with cervical cancer with screening regularly with uh, pap smear or the new screening modalities. That's why Dr. Patrick Ramsey believes the cause of the spike has to do with access. I think the COVID-19 pandemic has kind of put a pause in people coming in for the regular care. Dr. Ramsey is the maternal medical director for University Health and UT Health San Antonio. He says those regular screenings are crucial in picking up the slower, more lethal cancers that can develop. It's especially important if you have certain risk factors. Patients have diabetes, high blood pressure, those type of factors that may put them at higher risk. Uh, again, not having regular care for those conditions could increase risk for developing the cancers uh, later as well. Ramsey urges women to make their appointments, saying doctors have been vaccinated and their offices are safe. Courtney Friedman, KSAT 12 News. Best to get those screenings. All right, now let's get you ready for the rest of the work week. Meteorologist Adam Kasky has your forecast. 
We're falling back into a weather pattern of better rain chances starting tomorrow and lasting through the middle of the week. I mean, we're talking a 40% chance into the afternoon, so better coverage than what we've had the past few days, kind of like what we had last week with the downpours popping up and being widely scattered across South and Central Texas, especially in the afternoons. Temperature wise 78 in the morning tomorrow, 91 the high temperature, lower 90s through Thursday with those, you know, better chances scattered afternoon showers and downpours and pockets of heavy rain but nothing severe expected as it's very tropical in nature. And by the way, very humid, of course, as a result for the foreseeable future and back into the mid 90s with slightly lower rain chances into the upcoming weekend. All right, so you got your forecast, but we want you to stick around because tonight on the night beat, we're going to tell you more about a potential solution to panhandling. Other cities are doing something to help out of work people get jobs. We're going to tell you about that and how that's different from what San Antonio's doing. Also, there is an awesome event for you and the kiddos tomorrow. The Hemisphere is celebrating its 150th story time. You know that kid's book, A Very Hungry Caterpillar? Well, that's the theme of the party at the Yanaguana Garden. And you could bring your kids there and get books and bookmarks, all to encourage them to fall in love with reading. The address is right there on your screen. It's 434 South Alamo Street. The event goes from 10 to 1130 a.m. And, of course, it is free. So go have fun. Now, before we go, this was a moment nearly five years in the making, but after multiple mechanical delays and lightning near the Kennedy Space Center, NASA is now scrubbing the launch of Artemis. Crews found a problem with one of the rocket's engines ahead of this morning's scheduled launch. The uncrewed mission is going to serve as a test flight for the first crewed mission in 2024. Artemis is eventually going to take astronauts to the moon. We don't launch until it's right. Uh, they're taking an uh, opportunity while that vehicle is still fueled up uh, to work this problem. And they're going to work it. They'll get to the bottom of it. They'll get it fixed. And then we'll fly. So if the engineers can fix the issue in time, the next launch window is going to be this Friday. So stay tuned. Now, in the meantime, thank you so much for your company. The News at 9 returns tomorrow. Have a wonderful night and, of course, stay cool.